Every morning is a new opportunity to take in the news of the day and the challenges of life and try to make sense of it all. Right now, we've got a show that tackles the topics and asks what you think. So get ready to start your day with a bold look at history as it happens. Let's learn, live, and sometimes laugh together. It's the Mark Davis Show on 660 AM, The Answer. And a good, good morning, everybody. It is Wednesday, the 31st day of January 2024. Welcome. Come on in. Another beautiful day lies ahead. HD2 special election. It is a conservative district that featured one of the more conservative members of the legislature, Brian Slayton. His exit due to grotesque personal issues. Uh, But then the vacancy, you'd think that the voters, well, all right, you got Brent Money, the decidedly more conservative of the two, going for the unexpired term of Brian Slayton. You've heard the ads. (laughs) Brian Slayton said, Jill Dutton's a liberal. Jill Dutton said, Brian Slayton, Jill, uh, uh, Brent Money saying Jill Dutton's a liberal. Jill Dutton saying Brent Money's a neo-Nazi. Did those neo-Nazi smears work? Did she just have a better ground game and get out the vote operation? Do endorsements mean less than maybe ever before? Because Brent Money had Ted Cruz, Greg Abbott, and Ken Paxton and lost. By 111 votes. Less than 1%. About 13,500 and some cast. 68.30 to 67.19. It is Jill Dutton. And a win is a win, so congrats. But um, she may never serve a day because this is for the unexpired term. And right now, legislature's you know, between sessions. So the, the real action... Get ready for more of those ads, <laughs> and we'll cash those checks. Thank you very much. <laughs> Jill Dutton's a liberal. Brent Money's a neo-Nazi. Get ready for a, those could start. Those could start up today, because they face each other again in the March fifth primary. We're not done. We're not done. See, because this the, the special election was because Brian had to go. And so he has an unexpired term. So you have a special election to fill the unexpired term because I guess you got to have warm body, somebody with a pulse in there uh, to fill the vacancy. But then you got to figure out who's going to serve in the next legislature. Uh, that'll be after the November 2024 elections. And then the legislature will kick back in uh, in January of next year of 2025. And who will be there? That, that is yet to be determined. Uh, obviously, the winner of the Republican primary will win the general election. Lord knows a Democrat's not going to uh, uh, to, to win that seat. So um, I don't know. I've got I've got some interesting triangulations coming off of this. Uh, the <laughs> this was billed as a proxy war. That's a little hyperbolic as as a a representation of sort of the GOP factions in Texas, the the more conservative sort of the Paxton, Cruz, and nowadays Abbott, a muscular conservative wing, up against more of the Dade Phelan friendly swamp, Austin swamp status quo that Jill Dutton represented. And so like, whoa, now this 10% turnout in a conservative district. 
what's going to happen on March 5th? Then everybody's going to show up for Trump. Everybody's. And so, you know, uh, this, this is interesting. I don't take anything away from Jill Dutton's win. A win is a win. Uh, we'll see. We will see on March 5th. We will see. And maybe I think it's, I don't want to, as I always say, I don't want to underanalyze or overanalyze, but uh, there are a couple of, a couple of observations I'll make. I'm not making a whole lot of observations about a lot of things today, about the impeachment of Alejandro Alejandro Mayorkas. Our so-called HHS secretary, uh, that, that is underway. It will, he will not be removed from office. Senate's not going to kick him out. So why do it? There is an answer to that. What do we achieve by doing it? And to me, sort of the pressing question, is it really his fault? Is he doing Biden's bidding with his willful inattention to his constitutional duties? Yesterday, I put my toe in the pool. Uh, speaking of the aforementioned Governor Abbott, Trump Abbott 24. The drumbeat may grow. Why not? You know, Abbott may be like the one white guy who uh, everybody thinks is uh, is a good choice. And uh, I, I hate that sentence, but it, it's true. I mean, they're all coming. Kind of, I mean, DeSantis, up oh, two white guys. You know, Lee Zeldin, oh, two white guys. You know, welcome to America 2024. We're even Republicans. You know, the name. If the name of the game is winning, do, does two white guys hurt you? Does it? Is it just an instant help? To, uh, to to have somebody on the ticket with Trump who is not white or not a man or neither. And, and I don't, it might, I don't know, but I, I will live my life uh, exhibiting Dr. King's dream, judging people not on the color of skin, but the content of character. In fact, that extends to sex as well. I don't care, as I've said famously, about the pigment or the plumbing. Don't care, don't care. I think Tim Scott's an awesome running mate choice. Happens to be black. I think Elise Stefanik or Sarah Huckabee Sanders could be a pretty good running mate choice. Uh, happen to be women. Great. Don't care about that. That's not. That's not the the you know the, the cart that pulls the horse. That's not because uh, uh, we see what happens when pigment and plumbing rule the day. You you get Kamala Harris, who couldn't have come within a hundred miles of the running mate slot if she were a white man. So uh, anyway, there's so I don't know, Trump Abbott 24. Uh, This is the Greg Abbott moment every day. It uh, accentuates more as it is Governor Abbott who uh, who turns in the direction of the White House and tells them precisely where to go. As you know, this White House would love to send federal troops storming onto that park in Eagle Pass to snip our razor wire. (laughs) Uh, that's not going to happen, I don't believe. And that is an Abbott win every day against Biden tyranny or whoever is running the country. Speaking of whoever's running the country, yesterday, this, uh, this oh God, did you catch the video of him waddling up to the reporter's uh, gaggle with the, 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 the loud blades of the helicopter whip, whip, whipping behind him? I've decided what to do. Have you decided what to do? Uh, Oh, my Lord in heaven, it was terrible. Just, this is not good. Of course, I want this worst presidency of my lifetime to end as soon as possible. And obviously, that's, you know, January of next year. But with with hope springing eternal from an election on November 5th. But this is not good for my country. I mean, if I'm going to get bad decisions, I, 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 you know, listen, we got bad decisions from Obama. 
People didn't think he was going to keel over dead any day. Not just, just horrible. Not, not good. This is unsustainable, which of course springboards everybody into the uh, Democrat intrigue leading to their, uh, their Chicago convention. What could possibly go wrong in, in the heat of August? <laughs> That's just going to work out great. And I mean, throw in internal turmoil in Democrat land where the honest ones know that they cannot march into battle with, with, with the, the inept Hulk of Joe Biden. Uh, and, and then, oh my, do, do you think, I mean, the Hamas wing of the Democrat party is going to go insane at their convention. Absolute. I mean, if Joe Biden can show up, what, what state was he in? Was he in Illinois? Doing a um, doing a big old uh, baby killing rally. Democrats love that. They're all about the baby killing. So you know, it's like you would think there'd be all kinds of love in the room, you know. Uh, but, but some folks who otherwise think Biden is just the cat's pajamas uh, showed up and just heckled him and disrupted him and threw him off his game. Whatever passes for his game these days. The the Hamas wing of the Democrat Party is. Um, mm, is is in full throat these days, and it's funny because and in, in this in this particular case, Biden just can't win. He doesn't support Israel nearly enough to be considered an actual staunch ally, but he supports them way too much for the the, the portion of uh, the of leftist America that agrees with Hamas that Israel should be wiped from the face of the earth. So mm, tough times. In these tough times, and frankly, all all the times are tough. Uh, we do this. Lord, guide us and protect us as we face the challenges of this new day. We thank you every day for this blessed nation and for your hand in creating it. Fill our hearts with the energy to protect the freedoms which come from you, which our nation was founded to protect. Let us navigate these troubling times with a positive spirit, treating others as we would want to be treated. Lord, these are times of trial and challenge. Lift us as we follow your word and work for a better America, where our Constitution is honored, our schools and public spaces are safe, our elections are reliable, our borders work, where we protect the unborn, and we fight for the meaning and the intent of the two genders you created, and where our differences are hashed out with honesty and goodwill, and our freedoms of speech and worship are protected. As we face each day's problems, give us the clarity to look around and cherish our many blessings in our nation, our great state of Texas, our communities, and our families. If we follow you, Lord, we know we can get through anything. We ask these things in your holy name. Amen. Uh, There is um, Ken Paxton news. The Texas Supreme Court has said he does not have to be deposed this week. Uh, the whistleblowers are, are in full throat, uh, speaking of people in full throat, uh, they, they, the vendetta runs strong with these people. They will not be, ha- Paxton says, whatever, settle it. I don't care anymore. Let me get back to work. Uh, which, uh, some people, uh, view as an admission of guilt. It's not, uh, the whistleblowers say, uh, this is, um, you know, this is not a, a fine. It's, it's not the Supreme Court siding with Paxton on the merits of his claim, which is true. But um, Paxton doesn't want to be deposed. He wants to be done with this and is willing to lay aside his challenge, kind of a no low contendere kind of thing, a no contest. Um, the Paxton haters, who now count among their ranks, the outgoing Drew Springer with his freshly exhumed. Oh, let, let me let me share with you the uh, the Springer uh, the Springer tweet. Oh my gosh. Uh, I, 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 I like Drew so much. 
so much. Um, but boy, we, we talked about what Trump hatred does to people. Paxton hatred. I don't know. I don't know. So um, here we go. So, so if indeed that Brent Money Jill Dutton race was sort of an embodiment of Austin Swamp Softies versus the bold real conservatives, which is largely true. Um, Drew. Outgoing Senator Drew Springer. Congratulations to Jill Dutton on a great win. HD2 deserves someone of your character. Okay. Brent Money is just the first ship to sink to the bottom with the anchor of Ken Paxton around their neck. Dude. Really? All right. All right. Hey, we're in Carrollton. Charles, Mark Davis. Happy Wednesday. How are you, sir? Oh, I'm doing great, Mark. Uh, my question was, is Texas a right-to-work state? Yes. In are. 2005, um, I worked for a big supply house, and I didn't get along with the branch manager, and during a meeting, I quit. Mm -hmm. And then later on, the company says they weren't going to pay me after 26 years because I was insubordinate. Well, mm -hmm. I'm a Republican, so I'm insubordinate. <laughs> <And> <laughs> It's and part so, of the territory uh, these days. Yeah. I went to the Texas, what is it, the Texas EEOC or whatever right, the right. initials are, uh -huh. and they ruled against me because Texas was a right-to-work state, and I could be fired for any reason, well, with or without cause. Well, okay, What's changed? Well, What's changed? Okay, with regard to whom Paxton can fire at his will or not? Me. I'm, I was an employee of a company. They were employed by the state of Texas. There are different rules for the right-to-work state applying to some but not all. Why do right. the whistleblowers get that? That's my question. Well, okay. Uh, uh, what The general meaning of right-to-work involves union membership. You can't be denied employment oh. if you don't want to be a member of a union. You can be employed. You can be fired for being a jerk. So were you? Well, I was insubordinate. Well, yeah, with, you know, that kind of synonymous. <laughs> Because guess what? If, I mean, I mean, I love you. You seem like a great guy. But if I got a workforce and somebody and somebody's insubordinate, see ya. I mean, what well, work, his I mean, reason was he was I was the wrong color for the job. Well, that's not insubordinate. That's racist. Harassing me. No, well, he was harassing me in Florida in front of six other people. Right. And I'm sorry, you just don't do that to me. And huh. so, you know, he said, if you don't like the way it's being run, get your, get at, put your keys on the. Right. Table and get out, and I got out. Well, so I didn't like well that sounds that sounds well, okay. But dude, the story changes every thirty seconds. That sounds like you quit. Well, he told me if I didn't like the way it was going, to right. put my keys on the table right. and get out, and I did. That. So you so that's so you quit. Yeah. Right. Okay. And again, so, Texas right. is a right to work. But dude, there's not there's nothing there's nothing has nothing to do with your situation. Nothing to do with your situation. Okay. Well, that, but, you're explaining it better. Okay. <laughs> well, I, well, listen. Yeah, I hope. Now, when when I did this happen? To try to get to, right, to right, tell right. them my so story. Said, well, it doesn't matter. It's the right to work state. Yeah, they no. can fire you for any reason. Well, if it, generally that, that that has to do with cause. Did you give them cause? Uh, and I I don't know. I've got you know. I mean, I don't know. Uh, if if you feel yeah, that yeah. you are unjust, I mean, first of all, you quit, so that seems to put the whole thing off the table. If they fired you and you feel like you are unjustly or fired on some threadbare, discriminatory, whatever reason, there is sometimes going to be bad chemistry. And the best policy I can ever give to any employee is don't be part of bad chemistry. You either want to work there or you don't. 
You know, play the yeah. game, suck it up, do what you got to do if the job means enough to you. If it doesn't, if, if the job's not that big a deal and you'd rather work somebody else somewhere else, then there's the door. So, I mean, yeah. it's, it's, you know, I don't know. It's, um, I'm sorry. I'm going to, yeah. I, 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 when did this, when did this occur? 2005. Oh, wow. Okay. I trust life has taken better turns oh, since then. I'm a lot better job. Good. There you, there you go. That tried to come to our company, try to sell us. I said, you can sell him, <laughs> buy from him, or you can uh, find you a new salesman. And they always found uh, they they didn't let him in the building. So. Oh, that's tremendous. Uh, well, well, okay, okay. Well, it's a lot of material. Charles, thank you. And I'm glad things worked out well. Appreciate the story. Appreciate the call. And appreciate the listenership. Thank you. All right, last, last, uh, well, I'll tell you what, let's do it. Let me take the break, come back, and I'm, you know, I'm going to shoehorn this into about 60 seconds. Um, something interesting is happening in another race here on the show. There are people who want to be on and people who don't. Gee, I wonder why. Details next, 724. Our musical birthdays give us an opportunity to hit the dance floor. Casey, as in KC and the Sunshine Band. KC is 73, doing a little dance, making a little love, getting down tonight. What a great record that is. There are about four or five others there from KC and the Sunshine Band. All right, um, so here's... Here's the deal. He's got this Senate. Speaking of the, the Drew Springer, who's like looking to antagonize vast majorities of people who ever voted for him. Now, if you got Paxton hating people in SD30, they are loving Drew's freshly exhumed Paxton hatred that'll apparently be on display every day of his remaining service. Meanwhile, there are four people looking to uh, to to succeed him: uh, Brent Hagenboo and Dr. Kerry Demore and Jace Yarbrough and Cody Clark. And we had Cody on yesterday, the day before. And uh, so we've had everybody on. They'll all, you know, parade through here again. Um, it is time for Brent to be on the show. Uh, he's the subject of a uh, a residency question. It's insane. This hasn't been settled yet. The courts are just dragging their feet. There's, this need this needs to be said. Either he can, on the technicality, say yes, I can list my business as a residence, or he can't. If he can, it's time for everybody to get off Brent's back and just run on real issues and see if they can beat him. And by the way, if, if endorsements don't mean so much, Brent's got uh, Abbott and Pat and Dan Patrick and uh, uh, Rick Perry. Uh, so um, I don't know. But here's the thing. Uh, when I so Brent keeps sending me his or his guy Alan Blakemore, who's really good at this, and he's real you know attack dog going after the other people. Oh, they're trying to knock Brent off like they're trying to knock Trump off, which is just a silly comparison. But Brent is a good dude, a good candidate, and I'm sure would be an awesome senator. But does he live in the district? And I want to ask him that. And I asked Alan Blakemore. I said, uh, "How many nights has Brent slept in uh, in in that in that address in the last year?" Well, Mark, I don't know. Yeah, well, you the reason you don't well, it's because it's an infinitesimally small number. So I'll just tell you, Brent needs to be on the show. And so, Alan, everybody, Brent, yourself, I love you. I am going to ask you that question. But once I get the answer to it, we'll move on to some other stuff. So don't you know? Don't don't hide. I'm a friend. Seven thirty-one. Speaking of friends, uh, let's uh, let's chat with my talk show buddy, Mike Gallagher. That's next after a visit to the newsroom. And here's Nikki Whaley. A kiss on the hand may be quite continental, but diamonds are a girl's best friend. This should be easy for Mike. 
Oh, come on. That's Dolly Levi. Correct. The great Carol Channing. always like to offer the big Broadway birthdays to my Carol Channing. Born this date, 1921. Lived a long life. She she lived all the way to 2019. Speaking of throwing you the Broadway big names. Wait, wait, yeah, you heard about the passing of Cheetah Rivera? Yes, I'm glad we got Cheetah Gosh. Rivera in for her 90th birthday last week because she passed away yesterday, and there's a career. So I always like yep. to, to offer you the Broadway superstars and welcome uh, you yeah, as listen, we do. You know, what, you, know what's, you know what's cool about Carol Channing? What? You either... Theater fans are either A or B. You either got to see Carol Channing play Dolly or right. you didn't. And I did. Like her Whoa. 19th revival. Oh, yeah. Well, they, they revived it a Whoa. few times. How long into her life did she do oh, that? She did it late. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. It's like, that's my gig and I'm going to hang on. Well, she, she was, you know, a force of nature. But, yeah, yes. she was like, I think in her 70s when I saw her All do right. it. But she still had it, you know. Dude, and if, I if the give... Stones, if the Stones can tour this year, Carol right. Channing can do "Hello Dolly," Dolly a decade yeah, younger and, than all of them are. So. And, and I have to begrudgingly admit that one of the most magical nights in the theater I've had in years mm-hmm. was seeing one of the most loathsome political figures <laughs> of entertainment, yes. Bette Midler oh, as Dolly I, Levi. Oh, I but know. She was. It was a great production. I it was know. like an old school, and she was great. And, yeah. Hey, she's a talented person. Yes. I mean, Streisand a lot. Of these people that are lefties are, you yes. know, they're 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 icons. Hey, Taylor Swift is uh, a force of nature. Now let's talk about. Did you, or did you just mention them? And did you seek to assemble the trifecta of Bette Midler and 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 and, and, uh, and Barbara Streisand and Taylor Swift? You don't think they're in the same realm? I mean, Tyler, Taylor Swift is one of the most successful entertainers. Right. Of, of a generation. Of course. Of course they're in the same trifecta. Well, no, no. Okay. Of, no, oh, oh, in terms of, oh, no, talent-wise and impact-wise. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, I'm talking but, about the but, talent well, impact. But, we, but you are just fresh off of political observations about the loathsome Bette Mid- Bet Midler, the oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. constantly mouthily leftist Barbara Streisand, who right. I'll tell you, has, I, can't, I can't remember the last time Barbara Streisand politically annoyed me. It's been a while. I, I, not that she's changed her mind, but maybe she's mellowed and doesn't need to be full Joy Behar nearly as much, which made your consumption of the Barbara Streisand audiobook far less egregious than you thought it was. Well, she was in it all through it about she's a she's a loyal, you know, leftist right? and a Democrat and all right? that. But 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 yeah, she's not. I mean, she's well, let's face it. She's in her 80s. She's not as top of mind as she used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but but the Taylor Swift thing is fascinating because now the left is mocking us, conservative media, because this narrative has emerged that Taylor Swift, uh, it, it, it runs the gamut from she's mildly annoying and the, 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 the NFL's insistence on cramming her down our throats is kind of irritating to full-blown she's a CIA, CIA psyop yes. and she's a plant and all of this stuff. But it's being taken, it's a big issue right now because like Hannity, for example, last night, he did a big segment on it and is trying to urge her not to endorse Joe Biden. That's what this is coming down to. She's not going to. This is the subject of my Star Telegram column this morning. This entire thing. And, and listen, my level of caring about her or about them is only as much as, hey, nice people. I hope you all are happy. That's great. I, I, I just I don't care very much. What I do care about is things that make maybe sort of some on our side look like goofballs or jerks. Yeah. What is yeah. what is the damn deal well, with Vivek? It's like, oh, I wonder who's going to win the Super Bowl. And I wonder if this artificially propped up couple is a psyop designed to get us to vote for Biden. Shut 
up, dude. Well, and there was, Go I be think smart Colin, on other things, please. Colin Cowherd or somebody, one of those sports guys said, what does it say about w- lonely white men who are worried about the happiness of this football player Thank and you. Taylor Swift? Who but cares? But, but there is an undercurrent here that I want to address, and the undercurrent is simple. There is a concern that she's going to she's going to help tilt the scales a little bit because every poll right now I just saw the Bloomberg poll mm-hmm. but Trump is winning in every single swing state mm-hmm. all seven swing states Trump now has a lead over Biden they know how but there's a feeling that the Democrats are going to have a trick up their sleeve mm-hmm. they always do they pull something out of the of the hat they pull a rabbit out of the hat maybe it's Michelle Obama I was listening to you with great um, intrigue about noticing how horrible condition Joe Biden is in at the at inside the helicopter. Did you see but that? but Mark, four more years of that? I know. Four years it's of that. You've got to tell yourself four more months of this may not work out well. It's not sustainable, but the Democrat, we're not the only ones noticing this. You don't think they're noticing that? Yep. You don't think his wife is noticing that? He may oh. be able to notice that. Hey, he oh, may was, be able oh, to say, you, a word on you Jill. know what? If Jill was so attentive to the condition of her husband, and I don't waste a lot of time going around reading, reading minds and figuring out what everybody's motivation is, but if Dr. Jill Biden were so concerned and so plugged in to her husband's best interest, there is no way on God's earth she would have tried to sign him up for four more years. No way. Well, no and way. she may not. And she may not. I still don't believe it's going to happen. I, and, you're, you know, yesterday's uh, really, really regrettable moment outside the helicopter, you know, continues to reinforce that. Yep. There is nobody normal looking at this saying, this guy is going to be around as president for four more years. Yep. There's nobody saying that, Mark. Yep. So what do they do? They pull a, a rabbit out of their hat. Maybe the rabbit is, let's get, and I would not be so sure you're you're making a pronouncement that I don't think you should make. That she, you're will, that tell she me, will not endorse Biden. Correct. She will not. She, there's going to be so much pressure on her to endorse <laughs> Joe Biden. Who, who cares? Do you think she has a blank to give about pressure on her? <laughs> well, I, well, I don't know. What, what do you, you think? What, she you lies awake at night worrying moral... about political pressure on her? Are you high? When, Listen, you think she, you, you, I know you got admiration for Taylor Swift. Maybe you know something about her that I don't know. I've seen people fold to pressure from Hollywood, from from the music industry, from the entertainment world. Why are you so Is convinced there, she's going to stand firm and why. do what we want her to do? I don't believe it. I don't think she's going to come out as well. She's not going to come out as conservative on anything either because she's not. She's obviously center left. She did have an Instagram post against Marsha Blackburn in 2018 because she's a Tennessee native. We'll see how well that worked. Marsha won. Uh, she may have some pronouncements that that say, hey, vote for people that aren't mean to my gay friends. Or you know, she may have some gun control stuff, you know. But, but as far as an actual, I, a, a full-throated endorsement of Joe Biden, she will not do it because oh, she's please. too smart. Because she's, she is not going to be. She has famously never been part of her enormous success and wealth is because she's smart enough to not... Excuse me, piss off half the country. She's not well, going to do it. That's I. That's what I'm hoping, yep. and that's what you're hoping. Yep. That, but that may be wishful thinking, Mark. No, I, think I, I think this. This I'll now. Stand, this story, I will stand by. I'll take that this, to the bank. This story is now taking on a life of its own. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the, the conservative media personalities are raging over. This is the way Axios describes it: raging over a new enemy and one-time Biden endorser. Did you know she has endorsed Joe Biden in the past? Did you know that? I 
think March twenty. Yeah, but that, but that here. Well, here's she ain't gonna do it now because she's not gonna attach her uh, wagon. You're wrong. Her her feet to that. She 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 will. Okay, well she will not endorse Joe Biden. First of all, it may be moot because he may not be the candidate. And here's the thing: if there is a younger, more vibrant candidate, then she might. My specific. Keep in mind, my, and I know this would be a little bit of a, a retreat on my belief that she's so smart that she will not you know, piss off half the country, but it is Biden she will not attach her brand to. Another more vibrant Democrat? Then I'm, I'm not as certain. You're dead wrong. She's going to endorse him like she has before, and you're going to owe, owe us an apology because you're, <laughs> of course, you that's shouldn't how we do make it. predictions. I will wait for that where, day. Yeah, you'll see it happen. But yeah. listen, meanwhile, we've got our buddy Hugh Hewitt is on a one-man crusade, build the damn wall. I, I mean, know. it's And I'm so proud of him. I am, yeah, too. I mean, he, is, he is singularly focused. You know, he's pointing out, do you know that, that in, in the Trump era— the 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 number of of migrants and illegals coming across the border you know 100,000 200,000 it's 3 million a year now it's 3 million a year uh, can you ima- this is not a, a crisis it's a catastrophe now let's talk about your beloved state of texas i also heard this morning with hewitt before i turned into you is it true that john cornyn is embracing this border compromise garbage is john cornyn Gonna gonna be on the side of these squishes who want no not one foot of a wall? Seriously, distinctly possible. And James Langford, wow. north of us in Oklahoma, a whole yep. lot of folks who are not maybe the most staunch border warriors are leaning into this notion, this this gaslighting that says, "Hey, let's do something. Let's govern. Let's try to solve the problem." And it doesn't solve it doesn't solve the problem if it doesn't you know, build nine hundred miles of wall. It doesn't. No, it gives us it pours more money down the drain, and, and and it also attaches Ukraine funding. And I think people are fed up with Ukraine. You know, with Israel right now and what they're going through. And all this crisis. Have you seen this United Nations organization? Yes. And how the, many the relief people? organization? And they were the, the, what? Because the, the UNRWA, as the acronym goes, apparently United Nations staff and the people who work with this relief organization were involved in the actual atrocities on ten seven. What? So on October seventh, can you imagine that? And we and guess what? We help fund this organization. Yeah. So taxpayer dollars are going to this organization, which apparently is is stinks as to high heaven. And a huge percentage of these workers involved and supportive of the ten seven attack uh, on Israeli citizens. Uh, uh, you know, and it's 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 horrific. And so we listen. If we're looking at any international effort, we got to look at Israel. Yeah. We, we're going to talk about the Middle East, and we got to look at Iran. we got to decide. And I'm in a weird place with this, and I want to pick your brain uh, and find out where you're standing with this. Because on the one hand, I'm kind of glad that Biden isn't really race, ready to race into World War III here. Yeah. On the other hand, how do we let this stand? How How is there not retaliation we do for the deaths of our service? We have absolutely got to do something. We cannot telegraph the notion that you can kill American troops with impunity. I'm going to reject the automatic notion that even taking out an Iranian warship on the open sea or taking out that Cargill and refinery facility, that that somehow starts World War III. We're, we're already in right. World War III. They're at war with us every day. Uh, so I, I have a feeling this is something we need to do and should do, and I advocate it completely. Will Biden do it? I have no idea. 
I don't know. Who I have no idea. That? It's going to be fi- it's going to be fascinating though to kind of figure out whether or not um, you know how how we respond, where we respond, what we do in responding. All of this is crucial. But and and then you got Nikki Haley. Man, oh man, here we go. We got the South Carolina primary. She's still running. Up she, she is still <laughs> Any, running. Anybody and noticing? The, the money's pouring in. The money know, is just gosh. pouring in. But but Mark, look at this Bloomberg Morning Consult poll. Yes. Wisconsin. Let, let me go through them. Wisconsin, Trump forty nine percent, Biden forty four. Pennsylvania, Trump 48, Biden 45. Nevada, Trump 48, Biden 40. Georgia, Trump 49, Biden 41. Michigan, Trump 47, Biden 42. We need every single one of these. We need this and more. We got to, we got to, it's like playing on the road with Kirk Let me finish the list. You You are so unbelievable. Let me finish the list. I got got the hour for you to do other states. I get it. Seven states. Seven states. North North Carolina, Trump 49, Biden 39. Oh, I love it. And and Arizona, Trump 47, Biden 44. Okay, your turn. Got to lead by six to win by Four. Uh, it's like playing Amen. crooked refs on the road because there will be cheating. There absolutely will. I hope it's uh, we got a better eye on it than we did in 2020. I believe that we do, but we got to come out and deliver huge, huge margins. Real quick, speaking of uh, personalities, politics, and people's marriages and stuff, where I don't generally want to go. Yeah. John, the book on John Fetterman has been uh, a, a few months ago. It was he's brain damaged, shouldn't even be in the Senate. Then he went to an actual mental hospital and came out less liberal. I love that take. On Israel, on borders, Fetterman has been a voice of reason in the Democrat Party. Hasn't if you'd noticed that? And isn't oh that pretty gosh, awesome? I noticed it. His wife has sure apparently his wife has apparently left him. Giselle, crazy, crazy Giselle is is wiping every reference of her and him on social media. Listen, if Mary Madeline and James Carville can make it work, I would think that everybody can. I pray for healing. Hey, Mike in that and regard. Denise Gallagher made yeah, it work. Exactly. But you know what? She was a stubborn R- Democrat. R- R- Rhonda said something. You and Denise, Madeline and Carville are of a different time when there was a basis of goodwill and love and and right. just just a good kind faith. of good faith. Yep. Exactly right. In today's left, that's not that every mixed political marriage can't work today, but it's less likely because today's left says, I don't just disagree with you, but I love you anyway. Today's left is, I disagree with you and you are evil, you are stupid. So uh, I don't where know. Do you hear, where, where, where do you, speaking of today's left, where do you hear what I do with Cori Bush today, who is defending her high paid private security yes. and, and armed guards while defending her belief that the, the police need to be defunded? Oh. And, she, and Mark, and Mark, she's done. Doubling down. She's doubling down. The There's squad, the, man. Gotta love the squad. You can't, they, they are so corrupt. And Ilhan Ooh. Omar talking in Somali yes. and saying that I'm a Somalian first. Yes. And my primary focus as a congresswoman is to protect, protect Somalia. Yep. Oh, my gosh. And there was, Ron, there was Ron DeSantis saying she should be deported. <laughs> the founding fathers oh, yeah, are spinning yeah. in their, their graves, graves like tops. They are spinning. Right, How, happy Wednesday, my friend. Happy Wednesday. It's always happy when the Mike Gallagher Show kicks in, and that's as soon as we're done at 10, right here on 660 AM, The Answer. Oh, the way, way, way back machine takes us back to the 30s today for a very special birthday. The great Eddie Cantor. As a Romeo. I was chicken-hearted. Look what you've done. Never seemed to know. What's the rhyme here? How those things were started. Oh, boy, it scared me for a minute. Then I fell in love. Eddie, Eddie. Without ever trying. And suddenly. Born in New York City in 1892, Isidore Itzkowitz didn't roll off the tongue as easily as Eddie Cantor. Look. 
what you've done. There were not too many bigger stars than Eddie Cantor on the radio in the 20s and 30s. So we'll let him take us out. And into the next hour, we'll talk some Texas politics, some impeaching Mayorkas, various things in the presidential race, other stuff just going on in the news. Grab a line, 866-660-5759. Mark Davis, 660 AM, The Answer. make me feel like this? Oh, look what you've done.